We are proud to partner with MyFlex Learning. MyFlex Learning is a scheduling platform that helps middle and high schools meet the individual needs of all students. Students can easily create and manage time for flex blocks, wind time, activity periods, RTI, counselor and teacher appointments, and so much more. Even my favorite, Synergy Time. And with its built-in accountability tool and reporting features, MyFlex Learning solves your challenges around getting kids where they need to be and understanding how flex time is spent. Make flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com slash BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com slash BE. This B Podcast Network show is presented by IXL. IXL's all-inclusive online teaching and learning platform simplifies edtech needs and accelerates achievement in 95 of the top 100 U.S. school districts. IXL delivers personalized learning across a comprehensive pre-K-12 curriculum, including math, language arts, science, and social studies, and helps you assess student performance through actionable, real-time insights at every level of your school or district. This one solution performs work that typically requires dozens of tools. Want to find out why so many leading districts trust IXL? Visit IXL.com BE. That's IXL.com slash B-E. Welcome to the Transformative Principal Podcast, where we learn how to be an amazing educational leader. I am your host, Jethro Jones. Are you ready to be a transformative principal? I'm looking for about 10 people who are ready to do what it takes to lead with integrity, find balance, and take your school to the next level. If you're looking to improve your leadership in a measurable way, Go to transformativeprincipal.org slash mastermind to see if you qualify to join a group of like-minded people who are ready to be the best principals in the country. Transformative Principal, episode 119 with John LaFoon. I'm really excited about talking about this interview today because we're going to learn about the flex mod schedule. I encourage you to check out the show notes at transformativeprincipal.org and go see it and watch some of the videos because that'll definitely help you understand what you're going to be learning about. You're welcome to do that after you listen or before you listen, either one, but it's a really exciting different way to schedule the day uh, so that it is time serving students and not students serving time. It's hiring season all across the country and time to dust off your interview questions. Go to transformativeprincipal.org to download 10 interview questions to find the best teachers. Welcome to Transformative Principal. Today, I am honored to have on the show John LaFoon, who is the principal of Pea Ridge High School in Arkansas. And we are going to talk today about the schedule that they are using because it allows for student choice. It allows for them to save money on substitutes and a lot of other great things. And so I'm excited to talk about that today. As we're going through this, you're going to hear things that will be helpful to you as you're designing your schedule. And I'm going to put a link in the show notes to videos that he has created to help explain it. And you'll be able to see all that. And uh, I'm really excited to, to start talking with John. So, John, thank you so much for being on the show today. And uh, is there anything else that I missed about you that you feel we need to know about? Uh, no, sir. Thank you very much for having me today. And I'm excited to uh, get a chance to talk about 
the wonderful things that our, our team here in Pea Ridge, Arkansas has done for our students in our school. Awesome. So starting out, let's talk about the FlexMod schedule. And can you start by telling us what that is and what some of the benefits of that schedule are? Yes. The FlexMod schedule is a form of a block type schedule. It runs on multiple phases, meaning that you have certain classes that might meet four days a week and other classes that would meet three days a week. It's very similar to a collegiate type schedule that your students would um, go to after high school. And it allows tons of flexibility, like you mentioned, for students and teachers to form relationships and have time to pursue the things that they love, that they're passionate about. And then it also Uh, The greatest benefit, I think, is that it uh, creates personal responsibility for your students. And um, we've seen a huge increase in the personal responsibility of our students. And uh, also, I think the main benefit that we didn't expect, we've toured a ton of schools this year, is that our teachers and students, when they sit on panels for schools that come in, tell the other schools that they are much less stressed due to the time that it creates for both students and teachers. Being less stressed is a pretty good thing, I would say. Talk a little bit about how you have classes that meet four times a week and three times a week in the same schedule. How does that how does that work out? The first thing that empowers your teachers, which is a key if you if you want a good school, is to empower the people that uh, do the majority of the leading. And our teachers are leaders. There's no question about that. Um, One thing we immediately wanted to change when I came into this position was getting the teachers out of their silos and getting them involved in the day-to-day leadership of our school. And this schedule has just taken that to another level. Uh, The teachers get to choose for their content what fits best, the three-day-a-week or the four-day-a-week phase. The great thing is that there's zero conflicts between the three and the four-day-a-week. So by that, I mean that a teacher could have three three-phase classes, which meet three days a week, or three, and also, on in addition to that, three four-day classes, four classes, which meet four days a week. So there's no conflicts. And uh, if you look at the template for our schedule, uh, which is posted online, as you referred to earlier, the gray unscheduled ILT, or independent learning times, for the teachers and the students keep the schedule from conflicting. So uh, it's nice in that the teachers get to to really dig into what they're teaching and say, this this schedule will work better for me instead of the traditional one-size-fits-all like we've done in education for so long. Yeah, and that is very true. And, you know, at my school, we're always looking at how to improve the the schedule that our students have so that it meets their needs. And can you help me understand how they don't conflict with each other because you can say that, but then I think about somebody actually teaching those classes and I just don't see how it doesn't conflict. So can you help me understand that better? I can try. Uh, It's, it can be complicated. Again, I always start with this, this disclaimer. When I first started playing around, looking at the schedule, uh, my leadership team and I, it took us about two weeks to dig in and figure it out. So, um, what I would say to that is if you're look, you have to be looking at the template that we use. We created our own template. Um, we visited a school in South Carolina, Lexington, South Carolina, River Bluff that had their template. Uh, and we had to change a lot of things to make this work 
for Pea Ridge, Arkansas. So, John, is this template the one that is at flexschedge.com slash PRHSS or PRHSschedge.html? Yes. Yes. Our template is posted. It is on our website if, if you want to post that link as well. So essentially, when you dig in and look at the schedule, Jethro, what happens is those gray areas that are posted in the schedule, they're called unscheduled ILT time. Uh, if you're on a four phase, say your Thursday, second period, second flight, we call it flight. Second flight class is an hour. The corresponding three phase class is an hour and a half on that day. So they're different classes, different teachers, different subjects, but they don't conflict because every student and teacher that's on that four phase is going to have a 30-minute block of unscheduled independent learning time during that last 30 minutes of the three phase. And so you place those unscheduled independent learning times in positions to keep the three and the four phase from conflicting. And, and that's I know that's very technical, but it will make sense to you if you really digest and look at the schedule. Yeah, and I've been digesting and trying to look at it, and it's taking me some time to wrap my brain around it. But I think what you're saying does actually work, and I believe you when you say that it does. However, I haven't yet totally wrapped my mind around it. Let's talk a, a little bit about the independent learning time and having an understanding of that might help see how it works out. So tell me about independent learning time. We tell our students that with great power comes great responsibility. Uh, and by that, what we mean is independent learning time has to be used in a productive way. Some students really dig in on the independent learning time. I think as a generalization, what most students will tell you is that independent learning time allows them time to meet with their teachers one-on-one. -on -one. Another great benefit of the schedule is if you have independent learning time with a teacher, built into the schedule is at least 30 minutes per week that the student can meet with each individual teacher where their times correspond. Also, independent learning time looks like a time to pursue your passion. By that, I mean, if I'm uh, working on things and I'm, I'm doing well and I'm caught up and I've, I'm at a comfortable place with my schoolwork, I can use that independent learning time to set an appointment with my band instructor, uh, with my art teacher. I can go work on something, a project that I'm, I'm doing in another in a science club. A lot of our kids will take that time to go work, set an appointment with their coaches and, and do a one on one improvement session in, say, skills development and basketball. Uh, it really allows the students to pursue their passion. And then the other side of that, a great increase that we've seen is that our students are learning how to socialize. And we're constantly getting the opportunity to coach and be a transformative leader, our students, and, and coach them on what's appropriate, how to socialize with others, building relationships. It's, it's just a, a great opportunity. When you come into our school and see our school, you would not believe the way that our students are socializing and taking care of each other and doing some of the character education things within our, our daily schedule that we have never had the time to teach on a traditional eight-period day. Okay, so I'm looking at, at the schedule, and I'm looking at, I clicked on the teacher's name, Lloyd, and I see that on Monday, they have gray times in their schedule which means that they have independent learning time where they're available to work with students. Is that right? That is correct, yes. Okay, so if I can meet with this teacher, if on Monday I have ILT at 10.55 to 11.20, 12.25 12 to 12.50, 12.55 to 1.20, and 1.55 to 2.20, right? Yes. 
Okay, so I'm assuming that that's correct. I'm not. I'm not looking at a schedule, so I don't want to tell you something that's not correct. Yeah, those are the gray times in the schedule. So if I don't have ILT time during that time, I can't meet with that particular teacher. Is that correct? On that particular day, it could be yes. Okay, so I need to find a time where we have a common ILT time so that I can meet with that teacher to get the help that I personally need, right? Yeah, let's say you have Coach Lloyd for PE. That class I know, um, I'm remembering here, I'm not looking at it, is a four-day-a-week class That's right for his PE sections. So one of the things they're doing is some project-based learning on designing a, a Tabata workout, an appropriate workout for whatever your fitness goals are. And I know a lot of the students have been meeting with Coach Lloyd one-on-one. So if I have him on Monday, but our ILT time does not line up, I am going to, the great part about the schedule is I'm going to have at least a 30-minute chunk on either Tuesday, Wednesday, or Thursday where I have those other classes where our times do line up. So I can schedule that one-on-one meeting um, using our flexschedule.com. You know, we both pop up our schedule, you know, Jethro, hey, I know you. it shows here you have ILT 125 to 220 on Wednesday. Let's set up a meeting for 45 minutes there for you and I to go over what we're going to do with your with your project you're trying to design here and look at your fitness goals. So that's pretty awesome. That makes it really easy for kids to to actually work with their teachers. So when they meet four days a week, I'm seeing on Coach Lloyd's schedule that it's Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday for an hour each day, and then Friday is 30 minutes. What's different about that 30 minutes on Friday? You know, the 30-minute classes are a great chance. I think some of our teachers have really, this is again, figured it out as we've gone. Some of our teachers, we've, we've done some professional development on, you know, changing your instruction, shifting your instruction. Uh, with us being a one-to-one district now, fortunately, some of our teachers have used that time to have the students create projects, create assessments, um, go back over assessments. If it's, if it is a, a standardized assessment, not a performance-based assessment, uh, there's multiple ways you can use that 30 minutes. And um, a lot of our teachers are using it digitally. I know in his particular field in physical education, he uses that generally for a short, different type of circuit workout that the students have built that they're working on. And then he also uses it for some blogging and some tracking of their fitness goals. Sometimes they don't meet in the weight room or in the uh, actual physical education facility. They're actually scheduled into a classroom for that period and, and days they're in the classroom in physical education. So it's kind of changed the way our schedule looks and our classes look. Yeah. And that's really exciting that you've got the flexibility to, to change how that works. So looking at the schedule, all classes meet for three hours and 30 minutes each week, whether they're three day classes or four day classes. And so everybody still gets the same amount of time with their students is what I'm seeing here. Is that an accurate interpretation? That is. That's a perfect interpretation. You get 210, like you were saying, 210 clock minutes with the students, whether you're on three or four, but you also have those independent learning times. And the big challenge, the big shift for your teachers and your students, I think, is to understand that that independent learning time is class time. It may not be sitting face-to-face with the teacher, but one of the challenges that we issued is to continue the learning for our students. Keep that learning going. It doesn't have to be in that 210 minutes that you're getting with your teacher. A lot of our teachers have, have now have the time and they flipped their classes. I know our Algebra 1 teacher, our biology teacher, have flipped their instruction 
And you will go down the halls in our school and see students actually in class with their teachers when they're not in class. And that sounds funny, but I I think we are figuring out uh, slowly but surely how to shift the instruction to where the students can learn. And you well know as well as I do, uh, being a, a digital advocate, that we don't have to be sitting in front of the stage on the stage to learn. And I think that's been a great shift that we've seen with our students and teachers as well using the schedule. I'm going to pause for just a minute here and talk about how you can help support the podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I learn a ton from doing this podcast, and I know you do too. If you'd like to support me in this, you can become a patron through Patreon, and that would mean the world to me. You can support me for as little as a dollar a month, but anyone who supports me for $5 a month or more will get the Transformative Principle Members Only feed, which releases the interviews as I record them rather than on a weekly schedule. If you've binge listened to any of the past episodes of this podcast, this is for you. And I know you're going to love it. So you're going to learn as quickly as I learn. And I thank you for supporting me. To become a patron, just go to transformativeprinciple.org. And on the right hand side, there'll be a little button that says become a patron. You can click on that and support me. Thank you so much for your support. Talk a little bit about the SLT structured learning time and how that's different from independent learning time? Yeah, that's a good question. One of the things we wanted to replicate a college type environment and college type schedule because we had some data from our scholarship department, Jethro, that showed 60% of our students each year out of the senior class were going to a two year or four year institution. Well, that's right, you know, right above the national average in your average high school. Doing a great job. But the scholarship department then also tracked those students after they graduated. And the problem that we saw was that only 25 to 30 percent of our students were sticking. And so I guess the challenge from our from our superintendent and from our administration to our to our staff was, hey, we're serving our college kids very well. But what are we doing for all of our students? How are we preparing them for college and career readiness? And um, that's where we said we've got to make a change. You know, this traditional assembly line schedule is not working. Our kids, uh, only 67% of our kids said they enjoyed coming to school every day. Now that we've gone to this schedule, the same survey, our students are up over 95% say they love coming to school every day. And so that led into having some structure built in. And one of the things we do is called Structured Learning Time, SLT, at any time. It's kind of a RTI, if you will, response to intervention system that a student has mandatory meetings with their teacher, mandatory ILT, and they're not progressing. They need some more one-on-one time. They need some time to really refocus. We shift the monkey and uh, we assign those students to structured learning time. And that is an environment where they sign a contract, understanding where they're at, whether it's makeup work or whether it's just more one-on-one time with the teacher. It's kind of our safety net to make sure that our students are doing well with the independent learning time. And those students are put into a, a room with a certified teacher during their ILT. And we focus on building relationships and finding out where the student is. And uh, during that time, they work. They have assignments. They have uh, projects they haven't finished. They have assessments that they need to retake for mastery. And they work with that SLT teacher to make sure that they get caught up and get their work in. And a lot of times their general teachers, you know, if it's their English teacher or say their chemistry teacher, they'll come down to SLT and work with those students one-on-one 
or shoot an email over to the SLT teacher at that time and say, you know, I need John to come to my office today, my commons area for an hour during SLT to work on this with me and get some one-on-one. So it's been a nice process uh, for our students and our teachers, and it just creates a safety net for our students to make sure we're getting them what they need. Awesome. Can you talk a little bit about how the how the commons part works out and and what that means and recognizing that not all schools may have a common area, but how do you do that? And then we'll talk a little bit about how that can be applied to other schools. Well, that was a huge hurdle for us. The school that we visited that was on a form of this schedule had been built for the flex mod schedule as a brand new school. And they had uh, 2000 students and uh, it was quite a facility. They had uh, offices for their, for their, teaching staff. Each staff member had an office and a commons area, and they probably seated 150 to 200 kids in each of those commons areas. We didn't have that. Our building was 15 years old, and our team had to dig in and really figure out how we can apply this to our facility, to our school. So what we did is we made a plan. We were short on classrooms because we have grown so quickly at Pea Ridge. We've been blessed with with a lot of student growth. And uh, we had to make a plan to take some of the centrally located classrooms in our wings and design offices for our math, science, and history department. But at the same time, we were able to take kind of what River Bluff was doing and put our teachers in those departments on a rotating schedule, meaning they don't teach in the same room every day. I mean, if we're going to talk the talk, we have to walk the walk. Those teachers are leading by example, and they are rotating rooms. And uh, what that did is that created classrooms for every teacher. It created offices within our building and common areas within our building. And we took our largest classrooms and created uh, common collaborative offices for our faculty and places for our students to go work and and meet with those teachers and get one-on-one help. So when I'm not in class, I'm an ILT, I know where that teacher is going to be. It has worked out wonderfully. So that's a very unique place to be where you're losing. You don't have enough classrooms to begin with. And then you got to use some classrooms to, to for office space. And how big are those classrooms that are now office space and commons? And is the office space like, do they have a door or are they just a desk with some filing cabinets? Yeah, that's a good question. You can probably find some pictures somewhere on one of our videos of the offices. They are just typical classrooms. Like I said, they are our largest classrooms. They were a little bit bigger classrooms. We had one in each wing, uh, with the exception of our science commons, which was a bigger classroom. And what we did is we just created offices by asking the teachers to move their desk there. We did all that work this summer. And then we asked them, hey, put your flavor in here. You know, we're down south in in the southern part of the U.S., and and a lot of our teachers have done that. You know, you'll go in and and you'll see uh, from hunting apparatus to University of Arkansas Razorbacks gear to some of our teachers who have put up curtains and made a nice design, and they are truly collaborative commons. They all have a desk in space. Some have filing cabinets uh, with us being digital. A lot of them do not. Have, have filing cabinets and areas there. It, it's just really unique. And, and what we found is our teachers are now collaborating more. Uh, we've broken down those silo walls that we inherited four years ago when all this started. And uh, the, the kids feel welcome in those areas. And it's been a huge change and a culture shift in our school. And I, I think the teachers have really taken ownership of the school 
in the commons and the in the setups that we have. And uh, it's a great place for the kids who just want to go to a smaller area that's quiet to go work on ILT, even if they're not uh, assigned a mandatory meeting with their teachers. So it's been it's been a huge positive change. Another positive change for districts that are growing is that we were out of classrooms, as we said, and we were going to have to build an additional wing of classrooms for our school as we grew. And once we went on to this rotating schedule and commons setup, we were able to save that large amount of money that it was going to cost to build six or seven additional classrooms and reinvest it in another way. That was a great interview with John. I hope you enjoyed learning from him as much as I did. Coming up next week, we're going to continue our discussion with him and talk about the conference that he puts on at his school and also how much money he saved from doing this cool flex mod schedule. In the meantime, please go to iTunes and leave a rating and review for this podcast that really helps other people learn about it and from it. And I'd really appreciate it if you take the time to do that. Thank you so much. There's a link to that in the show notes on transformativeprinciple.org, by the way. That'd be cool. Transformative Principle is a proud member of the Education Podcast Network. Podcasts for educators by educators. Visit edupodcastnetwork.com for more great podcasts. Do you want to simplify your school's technology, save teachers' time, improve students' performance on state assessments? You can do it all, but don't waste another minute. Head straight to IXL.com slash BE to learn how IXL's research-proven teaching and learning platform can help you achieve all these goals. That's IXL.com slash BE. There are lots of solutions out there for giving students what they need when they need it. But when do they actually do all of those things? You need flexible time. When added into your master schedule, flex time enables students to get extra help or intervention meet with teachers, make up work, get physical exercise, and try new enrichment offerings. If you're thinking of giving it a try, check out MyFlex Learning, which unlocks the benefits of flexible time without all the headaches you get with it usually. Its intuitive design and SIS integration makes implementation and training a breeze. Make your flex time work for you. Visit myflexlearning.com BE to learn more and receive $500 off your first year. That's myflexlearning.com slash B-E.